We got to keep. We got to keep this tight. Okay. All right. Okay. What do we have an exact time? I mean, like thirty. I don't know. Good luck. One characteristic emerged as a significant predictor of success. It was grit. Well, cheers to our first podcast in like ten years. I know. Sad. What do you got do you there? Have a drink. I sure I've got a uh, cab. I'm, mm. I've been going more wines lately, as you know. Yeah, I haven't. I still haven't really done the wine thing. I need to. I probably need to expand my horizons. I have a uh, Christmas ale, Bell's Christmas ale. Yeah. Wine just doesn't make me feel so. Beer makes me feel full and tired. Oh yeah, I will Uh, like. I might fall asleep halfway through this conversation. So just yeah. Cocktails are just aggressive sometimes, and they have a lot of sugar. I mean, I'm I'll drink a cocktail like that's not that, (laughs) but that's my wine. Wine just feels a little bit like watered down. I guess like a little. I don't know. It's more chill. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere in the middle, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Beer, beer is uh, beer can be rough, but this is tasting good, so I'm going with it. The winter, I'm ready for like winter beer season. It should be already. Yeah, so like I'm in. I'm I'm more I'm more like likely to have a beer now than I would because I love IPAs and stuff, but I don't I don't do too yeah. well with them. So um, okay, um, so since in the in the name of keeping it tight, which we've already not done, um, we have a list. We ha- we each kind of put together a list of, I guess stuff cool cool things cool software well, mostly software I guess um, since, that we since, think is cool. Yeah, since everybody's talking about AI tools right now, we figured we'd talk mostly about non human tools. Although <laughs> that's all we've talked about so far. But yeah, we'll talk about we'll Back talk about reality. like regular tools, but ones that maybe you probably haven't heard of. Let's do it. All right, I'll go with what's on. If you're watching the YouTube video, you can watch what's on my screen, but. So I'm using um, both Kyle and I. I think Kyle's using this now, uh, but we oh, have been I, am using. Am I supposed to see your screen? I don't think I can see your screen. No, no, my my video feed. Oh, are you gonna are you gonna do show and tell right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not <laughs> showing my screen. I'm just gonna show what happens to oh, my okay. video. Oh, feed. okay. 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 I so didn't know right, what was first on your list here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I I upgraded to the most recent OS um, on on my Mac and started using the iPhone, I don't know, I think it's the Apple camera, like continuity, like I, I don't know what it's called actually, but um, basically just like they're like using the iPhone as your camera. You could do that before with Camo, which is what I've used and it's been awesome, it's, it's been really, really great, but um, I, just, I just got this running and it's been pretty solid. And one of the things that I, so one of the things you can do is adjust a lot of like the, the look and feel of, you know, obviously the video feed. So like one of the things I was going to do, cause my room is like a little bit dark is get, I was going to buy like a hundred dollar light for my, like for my face or whatever, not a ring light, but like one of those things that's kind of like a ring light. Yeah. And then I got this thing and it has this, let me see if I can do it real quick. So you're watching my video feed and if I it has video effects, um, and one of them is studio light. So here it goes. Boom. You notice anything? Oh, now I can't hear you. What happened? Did I lose? Did you mute it? Yeah, I muted. My bad. Sorry. Was you? You were screaming. It was amazing, right? Uh, I said a little bit. <laughs> a, l- a little bit. Uh, on my end, it looks like a. It really made things brighter, but. Um, but yeah, it actually like it made my face 
a lot brighter uh, and I didn't have to pay for a light. So that's nice. Um, but it has a bunch of other cool stuff. Like you can do center stage, which like follows you around the room. So if I, if I do the center stage thing, it kind of makes the video a little crappier. So you can kind of like do a Ted talk and yeah, I can like come over. You here. just need to have like a little headset <laughs> mic for this. Follow me all the way over here. It like, it's kind of crazy that it can follow you as far as it does to like, to the right or the left. Yeah, it's a but, it's a cool um, it's a pretty cool. I've heard a lot of complaints about the um, the built in like uh, whatever studio display camera qual like the quality is just bad. But the uh, the cropping the the like cropping following thing is kind of cool. Yeah, it feels it feels like magic. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'm like my guess is it will you know they just got this out, so they're probably going to be adding a lot to it. I would assume. Um, so yeah, it's been pretty pretty solid. I'll probably. I think I'm like already like I like I think I like this better than camo just it's a little bit easier to use there's less less clicks yeah I mean camo is awesome I'm still using camo shout out yeah but yeah I mean this is the tough part about getting devoured is it's like even if it's not as good it's like eh, it's just it's just there so yeah so I would if you have a Mac and you have an iPhone you should definitely uh upgrade to the next operating system and give it a try but it's i mean the camera is like using your iphone as a camera is almost as good as you can get in terms of a webcam so don't go buy a webcam waste of money like just use your iphone yeah it's like especially i mean for us this is like the only time you might hear the dog in the background this is the only time um i use a webcam mostly i have like a crappy one that's on top of my monitor if yeah. I'm going to do like some sort of basic video call, but yeah, if you care about I mean, quality, it's like, it's kind of expensive to get a good webcam and like most of your basic zoom calls, they don't, it doesn't matter if you have like 4k coming across. So yeah. Oh, I was going to say when you were talking about Webflow and wanting to do stuff there and having a hard time, cause it's kind of like, it's, it's definitely easier than like hand rolling a website in a way, but it's also like, sometimes you have to get down to that level. Um, we've recently been using type dream. I don't know if we talked about that on here before, but that's a cool website. I mean, there's a bunch of website builders and stuff and we've used some of them like card in the past. Um, but type dream is kind of cool. It's kind of like if notion built, I think I've talked about this, if notion built a website builder. So I wanted to mention that cause it was kind of relevant to what you were talking about, which is like a little bit, it doesn't give you as much power, but it's also like pretty, pretty it's a little easier to like it's easier. throw out a bunch of multi-page websites and it looks just like good by default mostly. Um, th- yeah. That's part of the challenge with these is like you're on that spectrum of like it's good by default and harder to customize whereas Webflow is like extremely flexible and therefore you have to like do stuff. You have to know a lot. Yeah, it's like more work. But Yeah, I, I got like a very basic version of DocsFresh up like very quickly and it was... I mean, I did it in like an hour. Um, yeah, you can so use that, like their templates and it's like, oh, this... And, and kind of like what you think you should be able to do, you it, can kind of does just that. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what that's the annoying thing about a Webflow. You're like, wait, why is this not working? This doesn't make sense. Like, this is how my brain thinks that this should work and yeah. it's not happening. What's it's kind happening? of a mix of drag and drop and not. So I think it's hard. Like sometimes you're like, oh, I should, I can just move it, but then it doesn't do what you want so yeah anyway but yeah type dream is pretty cool and it has a cool thing that we've used where you can hook up like a notion database as a cms so you can like host your blog you can write your blog in your notion account and like sync the content which is pretty cool um yeah 
So check that out. Um, yeah, back to you. My, my turn. Yeah. One of the things that I have been using for like the last like probably two years is called thanks.com. T-H-N-K-S dot com. It's kind of, I guess it's kind of like a marketplace for uh, things that you can send to people. Um, and it makes it really easy. So like typically, uh, you know, if you want to send something to a customer, you got to ask them like, you know, what's your, what's your address, like all that stuff. And that's even harder now because a lot of people work remotely. So you're like, then you're asking like for personal address, like there's all these different things to like basically just be able to send someone a, like a gift card or something. Um, but this site basically is like a marketplace kind of like, it's like Amazon with a bunch of different options for things that you could, um, you know, buy for somebody. Um, oh, there you go. Uh, so imagine you wanted to send someone a quick like Starbucks gift card or a bottle of wine or whatever. They have like a million options. And the cool thing is you can just do it via email. So like you basically buy it, uh, you, as long as you have their email address, it's basically going to send them an email telling them that you just gifted them this thing. And then they can go through the process of like giving their address and stuff so that it's not like, you know, super personal getting their address and all that kind of stuff. They just give that stuff and then it will send whatever that thing is to them. Obviously if it's like a gift card or something, it, that even becomes easier. Um, cause you can just do that over email, but it's so easy to use. And I've like, I've literally used it like on a call. Like I've been on a call where, um, we had somebody that was like kind of upset, not really at us. They were kind of like internally upset, like at the other person on the call from their company, <laughs> they were like argue, I don't know. It wasn't a good call, right? It was like kind of a negative call and everybody has these where some, you know, maybe a customer's unhappy or whatever. And so like on the call to like try to like chill things out. Like I basically, while they were talking and like arguing with each other and stuff, I just went on thanks and I, you know, I did like $20 gift cards, uh, for like DoorDash or something. And I was like, Hey, just wanted to, you know, just let you know, like check your inbox. Like I just sent everybody a $20 gift card. Cause this took a lot longer than we all thought. And I just want to make sure, you know, you guys had a good meal today and like, whatever, just like everybody's happy. And I just sent that over and they were like, I mean, they were like blown away, which is like, it wasn't that big of a deal, but I think, you know, that doesn't happen that often. Like it's, you know, that's not something that people get, especially in our world. And so I think, um, it just makes it really simple and really fast to be able to do that kind of stuff. Obviously you can do this internally too. So like send for like birthdays and stuff like that. I'm sending people, you know, we have people in the Philippines and other places where it's, where it's like, you know, it's really hard for me to like send them something physical like a physical goods, thing. Yeah. Um, and so this makes it really easy. I know like Starbucks is like something that will exist in the Philippines and I can just be like, Hey, I'll give them like a $20 gift card to Starbucks and they can go get whatever they want. And it just makes it really easy. So I would definitely check that out. Um, it's free to have an account and you can just, you just basically pay a, a very small fee, like on top of like whatever you spent, like, if you buy like a, um, you know, Starbucks card or whatever, but like, obviously this is big for, you know, the holiday season. And if you're going to send your customers gifts, <clears throat> they even have packages for things like, uh, girls, like girls who code and like different organizations, you can just give money on behalf of your customers and things like that. So it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool, it's a cool thing. And it's one of those, like, once you know the, how quick it is, it's nice that you can do it like 
like you did on a call. I've done just a lot. Boom, do it. Yeah, I've done it's a like lot. As soon as, it's kind of like how Amazon, unfortunately, <laughs> for better and for worse, I guess, has become like people will think of a thing they need instead of writing like a list, they just go get it. It's like easier to just yeah. check the thing off the list than, uh, which obviously has some, maybe some downsides. But um, <laughs> yeah. this is not on my list, but a quick reference to Arc, because that's what I'm using right now. Uh, mm -hmm. browser the cool like all the cool kids are using mm -hmm. um and then there's me also using it and uh i'm i i guess i'm using it right now in a kind of a cool way they have a built-in like side-by-side -side view so i have riverside podcast studio up on one and then i drag a tab to the right and it's like side-by-side -side view so it's pretty cool so and then i just shared in riverside i just shared that one tab so it's like treated like a standalone tab pretty cool mm -hmm. Uh, not on my list, but figured I would mention that since I'm actually using it. Um, let's see. It, this is in no particular order, by the way, but I'm just kind of like... The other thing I was going to mention was Clap. This is something we've been uh, trying out a little bit internally. We haven't like gone all in on it necessarily, but um, it's pretty cool. Like I, I think for how we use it, I don't totally... Like we don't have any meetings mostly we don't, we have very few meetings so it doesn't some of the copy doesn't really like speak to me but i get i'm assuming there's more people that do have that problem so i guess i get it but it's kind of a uh, an internal video tool with comments like that the big thing is like loom has taken off which i get and it's like very easy to record a video and then um share the link or whatever and and they've added some features around like commenting and reacting and stuff and like editing but this is like very geared toward uh, internal. So you can have different like uh, workspaces or whatever they call them, like um, kind of like channels in Slack or something. So you can have different groups, like an engineering channel, and then you can post videos in there. And then you can comment on the video, like you can see in this little demo, like there's, you can comment at parts of the video. And so like the comments are actually in line, but they also show up on the right. And then you can do threaded comments and they're adding, um, uh, video replies so you can reply with a video in the same thing hmm. um and i get i think there's a lot of tools that are doing this kind of stuff so it's kind of it can be hard to like figure out like where the boundaries are for all these things but one thing they've done that's pretty cool to me is if you do use their browser extension they'll they'll inject a little thing a little like tab on the um let's see if they show it here somewhere but they can inject a little tab onto like the apps you already use to like click and record which again is not super novel but it makes it really easy to like, if I'm reviewing code on GitHub, there's a little button and I can just click record and record a video without even leaving the code review. And it'll just drop the link into the, so they have like site level integrations with popular tools. Mm -hmm. And then if you have the inst extension installed, any of the site links to a clap video will just like expand into a player. So it's pretty, so it feels like it's almost like any product we use that has that clap supports, which is like mainly GitHub is what we use and notion maybe, yeah. um, it feels like those tools have built like video support in a way if you're using Clap. Right. Cause it's like, I can add a comment that's a video link and it has a player and I just don't have to think about it, um, which is mm -hmm. pretty cool. I feel like a lot of people are, it's all the rage right now to do things that focus on giving feedback at like on, on top of like a file or like, like yeah, like some file sort of or throughout a file, more like high like, fidelity commenting yeah. and discussions type stuff, and that's what we've always talked about with Notion or with generally like uh, centering discussions around work as opposed to like a discussion tool like Slack and then work tools. 
I mean, that's what yeah. Google Docs was so cool at first because it was like you can comment on like a paragraph and be like, this is bad or whatever. Right. Um, instead of emailing PDFs back and forth with feedback and trying to like figure it all out. So anyway, so it's another step in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. That So that's kind of similar to one of the ones that, that I have on the list. So um, TL, I have no idea if, if my video is going to be part of this. So now that I'm sharing my screen. So we'll see, I guess. I think it is. If you share yeah. your screen, I think, yeah. Um, TLDV. I don't know what the website is, but... Um, dot .io, maybe? It's kind of a... It's. I feel like it's a terrible name. Like, I don't know what, what's happening with that. I mean, I get why they call it that, but <laughs> um, basically uh, it's a way, so like there's, there's actually a lot of tools that do stuff like this, but there wasn't a lot of tools for Google meet, which is what we use for, for meetings. Um, so basically it records your video meetings and then makes it really easy while you're on the meeting to sort of jot notes and like basically indicate highlights at certain points of the video of like what's being talked about or some note or whatever. And then those are, you know, ba those are basically like comments throughout the video, uh, that are recorded or highlighted. So then you can share, you know, that snippet of like what you said. And, and then, um, you know, it basically over, you know, I don't know what it does. Like the next minute it records that and you can send that those, those highlights, um, internally or, externally or whatever, um, to basically, you know, I mean, for example, like if you heard some feedback or something, you wanted to share that with the product team, or if, uh, you know, there was some component of it where you wanted to give some teaching point to like the sales rep that was on the call or something like that. So like, obviously the big player in this industry is gong, but it's more of like, it's more strictly focused on sales. Whereas this, I would say is a little bit more focused on like support and product. Um, that's kind of the, I say the crowd that they're going after and it's obviously like they're built on top of Google meet. It's more like generic. Different. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so, a more generic input, I guess. Yep. So if you're, if you're a Google meet user, I think it's free. It like ours is free. Cause we've been using it since the beginning, like since they started, I think it's free to use. And there's obviously there's like little like upgrade levers and stuff, but, um, at a very minimum, I think it's worth a try if you're doing a lot of demos or calls with customers um, and, and just give it a shot. And especially if you have like a team that needs to hear, you know, it would be valuable for the, for your teammates to hear things that were on like your calls that you had with a customer um, to be able to share that knowledge and, and talking points and different, you know, feedback and things like that. So, um, yeah, I would check it yeah. out. I think uh, this is also an interesting place where AI could be layered into an existing product to like, to just after I record a thing, just try to like go figure out where the like chapter markers are for me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I've been experimenting with a podcast app that does this called Snipped. Um, and you can like, it, it uh, you can request like an AI, uh, I don't know, analysis of the episode and it'll give you like chapter markers based on what it thinks is being talked about. And you can on also- On the podcast? Yeah, like on, on the, the podcast. Po yeah. Mm -hmm. That and then be, you can even like do highlights. Like you can just click a button yeah. and it'll just try to capture like a segment. It tries to figure out where to like crop it for you. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's what I would want. Like, so I've been trying, I've been trying to, uh, like trying to build like clips of our podcast to put out there on like different social media channels and like do more of that. Cause when we have done it, oh yeah, we should just like, try seen, like a, see if it's any good. Actually. Yeah. It's not no, meant for like, or it's not, 
it's it's meant for like listeners, right? So it's like I'm listening to like yeah, you know, some podcast just trying to learn stuff and so I can like mm-hmm. use it to like splice out highlights. But I guess you could probably use it and try to see what it comes up with. Dude, it would be awesome. It would be awesome if so you know how Medium does that like people that read your article on me I don't know if I'm saying this like everybody uses Medium stuff. I know, but I'm like, I'm like Medium, back 10 years and remember what Medium is. I've looked at it recently. It's actually like pretty awesome. Like it's still like, I think it's, it's just a sad, good. it's like, it's, it's so it's nicely editing. made and stuff and it was so good in the day, but it's just yeah. kind of um, But you could go on there and you could like highlight, you remember you as like a, someone that's reading the article, like you could highlight certain portions um, and then like It was one like of the first that like, I remember that had like that native highlighting and like sharing yeah. sort of thing. It would be really cool if people, when they were listening to our podcast, um, that they can mark parts of the podcast that they liked. Like they could highlight like stuff in the same way. way. Yeah, yeah. Because then, or we like how take... Kindle does that too. It's like popular highlight or whatever. Yep. Like, and then you you basically get in like as the podcast owner, you get informed that these are the parts that people liked, and like then this you is can, the resonating part. Yeah, that's cool. You could be like you know export all highlights or whatever, and it just like makes them like we just get the video or whatever since we do video um the video and the audio it, and it's like the, you're crowdsourcing like promotion basically yeah and, and probably it, like it, feedback for your own knowledge of like what's resonating with people it's kind of weird when you're doing it yourself you're mm-hmm. like oh this is really interesting what i just said here <laughs> it's like i don't know <laughs> just no i think it's better like if I'm you just it. consider it like hey we put the po- we put it like assuming you have some yeah. number of subscribers you publish the episode you let them like that first wave of subscribers listen and then you take the highlights, assuming they have some, because that would be the the bad part is if there aren't any. Assuming there are some highlights, then you just like automatically like feed those into like Twitter or whatever. And yeah, that's the end of it. Well, like you're not like not Twitter. It's the worst well, one. But whatever. You know what I mean? Mastodon. Well, TikTok. Wherever the people, wherever the kids You're like, what? Days. TikTok? I mean, we talked about this on another episode, but like it was, it's pretty crazy when you start to upload that stuff. You're like, nobody's going to care at all about this. Like no one's going to look at this. And then next, you know, you look back and you're like, oh, I have like a thousand views. What? Like, how did this, how, yeah. <laughs> what's happening? The power of promotion on algorithms these reach is insane. Yeah. So anyways, I've been wanting to do more of that. I've been using, um, recast.studio and they have, are yeah, recast.studio. And they actually have some new feature that's like they're labeling as AI and it creates, it'll create like a bunch of clips, which I was really like, I was like, oh snap, this is awesome. Like I was actually thinking of hiring somebody for this. Um, but when it, re- it creates the clips and they're like a minute long or like longer. And I'm like, this does not make sense for like it's cool yeah, that they're doing that. more like bite size type. Yeah, thing. I need something. I need something that's like ten seconds long, or like maybe twenty seconds long. Um, so it's cool that they're able to. So keep you could just clips. create the clips, then feed the clip back in, and then do another clip. Like that's basically a what recursive I have. clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it so that it, eventually the clip gets to be like ten seconds long. I'm sure it'll get better. Like they just launched it, and my I'm sure all these tools that do this will like, kind of try to experiment yeah. with making this better, but. But then at that point, there's going to be so many of these clips all over the place and everyone's doing it that it no longer, there's no, there's no longer like any advantage to like doing this stuff and putting it out on social media. It's like, there's too much crap out there. So it's like, I need to get it before AI takes over the creative process <laughs> and the clipping process, which sounds like it'll be soon yeah. and everybody will be doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the, the hype to sort of ease a little bit i mean it's 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 obviously 
a big deal. I think it's pretty powerful. Yeah. Stuff, but. I mean, it's cool because you can you can actually see like it's it kind of sucks now. Like it's it's really not that like it's not that good, but you can see like from zero to this, you're like, oh snap. Like what is what's like I see zero to one and that like seems pretty massive, even though it still sucks. Like one to like a hundred is probably gonna be like very, very good at some point. Yeah. I mean it feels like there's some cool stuff you can make as opposed to I don't want to start a fight, but some other relatively hyped things that haven't really done much other than commit giant frauds. Um, it feels like there's more obvious places to like add value to the world. So we'll see. And, and, and like, you, mean, you know, do kids homework for them. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. You don't that think out. there's going to be any like griffs with, uh, making, um, profile avatar profile pictures for twenty dollars a, a oh, pop. i mean it's all yeah there's always the gold rush and uh there's probably already like bot accounts promoting crypto like random like cryptocurrencies that are just ai anyway so it's like it's all it's all related um my next my next one is muse i i think i've mentioned this on the show before but i've been liking this a lot um it's like a i i think actually I know new Mac OS has, I forgot what it's called, a whiteboard app of some kind. I forgot what it's called. It does? Called. Yeah, maybe. Uh, like on, yeah. on iPad or? Both. I think both. What? Where? So I haven't actually tried that because um, I haven't upgraded my Mac OS yet. Where do I find but this thing at? I forgot what it's called. I guess I should look it up. But I'll look it up after this. But uh, anyway, I've been using Muse, which is cool. It's independent, like an indie, more indie sort of like it's spun out of like a research lab. That's pretty cool. They do a lot of cool stuff. And uh, one of the co-founders is a guy from um, Heroku who, who started Heroku, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I really like it. It's like very, uh, it's the first iPad app I've used uh, really routinely. And it's basically just like an infinite canvas uh, where you can like drop links, drop text, drop images, PDFs, and then you can like scribble on it. And then they have a Mac uh, a Mac app that you can use, and then they just are in like alpha, which we're testing a little bit with for the, like a Teams product, which is just like collaborative version. Um, the thing I like about it is like, I feel Notion has elements of this because it's like a block based sort of thing. You can like drag and it's a little bit messy in a way that I think I like in some in some ways. Like it can be a place where you're doing the thinking as opposed to like sometimes even like GitHub feels like you're more like specifying a thing like here's my to-do list and it's like a set thing whereas like notion has a little more like it feels a little more fluid than that in a way that i like but muse is like even more before that if you're thinking of like the production pipeline as like my brain has thoughts and then like at the end is like i'm writing a help center article that's like a concrete like deliverable thing i need to be very like i have a rigor rigorous process around that muse is at the front end of that process and like notion is somewhere in the middle so I've been liking that a lot, um, and I'm just excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what else they do with it, and it's also cool because it's um, like a local first sort of style. Like the, it doesn't really matter for most users, but it's an interesting. Like they have a really good podcast actually called uh, MetaMuse that I would definitely suggest checking out, where they talk through they talk through like tools for thought and kind of stuff like this. So um, when you start to hear that too, it kind of makes you even more interested in the product. Cause there's, do- they're doing a lot of interesting things with how like the syncing works and stuff like that. So how they build it. Yeah. Like how, and like more and like how they, what they're trying to tackle and what they're not trying to do and, um, how they're trying to sort of like evolve the like current cloud first 
web first like world a little bit. Like these are native apps and they're syncing in, a, in more unique, interesting ways. So anyway, check it out. It's pretty cool. Cool nerd. <laughs> the podcast is like is has fast become it's like one of the one it, i think it comes out like once or twice a month but it's usually the one it's like one classic of developer conference i always listen to it. or a podcast yeah i listen to it every single time so check it out yeah i feel like that's those are like the most common like if you can get a, de- a dev community going it's like the most thriving community but, it's just like well, the what's interesting thing to get going yeah they also have like a, a discord uh community and I mean, it's interesting because a lot of their, I, I can't quite tell what the like profile of their user is, but they have like students, mm. researchers, like a, anyone who has like all these like source material and they're trying to like get it all in one place. Yeah. It seems to resonate with them. So I guess like good notes and those would probably be like comparable competitors or something. So. Yeah. My, um, you know, t- Tony works at like a dev tech company. And, um, they were trying to come up with shirts, you know, like, what do they put on their shirt? Like, what do they, what should their shirt say? And, uh, I don't know what you good. think of this, but my, my, um, my suggestion was that it should just say dev bod on the shirt. Dev bod? Dev bod. <laughs> she did. She thought it was good, but she didn't want to tell it. Gonna... She didn't want to No. Eh, it's a little bit, uh, you know, stereotyping a little bit. There. Well, you know. It's, uh, it might be, it might be true. You might be like a, you're, well, I guess I can't really, like there's dad bod. I mean, I definitely, I'm, I'm dad bod. So like if I, I'd wear a shirt that said dad bod. <laughs> All right. Christmas <laughs> It's a slight idea. deviation. Fly a little way. <laughs> All right. Time to break away for our weekly sponsor, which is punchlist.com. Uh, Kyle and I have been using punchlist.com for probably the past two years. We absolutely love it. Um, it's just the easiest way possible to get quick feedback on specific parts of some kind of creative asset. That creative asset could be your live marketing website, um, or it could be some sort of document like a PDF or maybe some sort of illustration that's going to go on your marketing website. Um, one of the things that we like most is just all the different ways that you can give feedback. So traditionally, if you're using email or you know, some sort of project management tool, you're probably just mostly using text to describe your feedback. Um, they bring everything in. So for example, uh, a lot of times Kyle likes to draw things on a whiteboard or uh, maybe draw something out via his, uh, via his iPad using his iPad pencil. Um, and he can give some feedback really quickly and then just attach that you know, specific image that he wants to send over that he created on the iPad. Or in my case, a lot of times I like to describe things on video, um, but they make it really easy to just leave a quick video there so you can give your your quick text feedback, um, but then also give additional context through something like a video. So definitely check it out. Uh, you can go to the website right now and sign up. And if you use the promo code GRIT, you'll get one free month or 10% off any of the monthly plans. So definitely go check it out. All right, back to the show. Uh, okay, so I have another one that has nothing to do with like, well, it has nothing to do with my work, um, but I think it's, I don't know why, I just think it's like really cool. It's called felt.com. Oh, I was going to mention, kind of related to felt. Uh, 
related to Muse, they actually spun up a like a little, I don't know, free info site that's called infinitecanvas.tools. I think felt might be on there. So that's why I want, that's what reminded me of it. Uh, that's a cool place to go check out. Like it, it, it's like a showcase of all the different like canvas based tools. And there's some cool stuff that I'd never heard of on there. So check that what out. What is the can? Is that like just that you have like a big canvas? Like a, you know, like you Figma or draw. yeah, like yeah, a yeah. big, like a 2D, like Notion yeah. is sort of like one dimension. Whiteboard or, I mean, style. Yeah. Like you can kind of like move stuff or Miro, yeah. all those kind of things. Yep. Cool. So anyway, back to you. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's basically what it is. So, you know, if you're the type of person that's making a lot of maps, I'm not. But <laughs> if I was, I'd be using this tool. No. This tool is badass. Like I, when I first saw this, I just went and started using it, and I, I was like, I don't know what I'm. Like I have nothing to do here, but it's just it just seems cool, and I want to use. You it. You could so. make. I think you could do. Well, maybe it doesn't make sense since it's just you, you guys going to uh, Europe. But like, if you were going on a trip with like a bunch of people, you know, like a bachelor party or something. Like I could see this being like a fun little, just like, okay, finally I found my chance to use this thing. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, exactly what I've been looking for is like I, a group, like a, some sort of collaborative trip thing. Cause yeah, I've, I found like I was going to do it for something, but I'm like, I think I'm just doing this. It's like a hobby pro like I'm forcing it. I, yeah, I can I also just write bullets on my own like notepad and that's all yeah. I needed to do. But anyway, but it's awesome. Like, I mean, you can, you can definitely like when you get into it, like you can sign up for free you can easily see how this would be like super useful for I'm at, you know, like somebody like on from CNN or something talking about like the war in Ukraine or whatever and wanting to have some sort of like interactive, it didn't even have to be interactive, like just like a picture of a map and like designing it in the way that you want. Like I, I think they did such a good job in terms of like giving the ability to uh, customize these apps, use templates um, different styles, like, uh, that it, it sort of like makes you think about your own products or things that you want to build. It's like, how can I utilize some of this, like some of these ways that they're doing this, like yeah. in my own world? Like, are there um, patterns you can pull out and try yeah. to use? Yeah. So like, I have no use for maps, but it just, it's like, they, it's like really, really, really well done in terms of like their product. So like, I would definitely go check it out um, mess around with it. Like, see, you can see what other, like people make like, um, you know, public maps. So you can like, if you have a login, you can go in and there's just like a ton of different maps for everything that people have made that are like all interactive and, um, you know, it just, it's, it's just cool. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just, it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. so I would definitely go check it out. It'll definitely give you some inspiration if you're building product, because they do a really good job. Yeah, I think it's, um, and that's kind of what I like about Muse too. It's kind of this, the direct manipulation kind of thing, like bring making these things just feel into it. Like you, you want to add a pin, so you just click the pin and like put it on the thing. I remember doing this with Google Maps, like on trips in the past where I've tried to like, with groups, like here are some places we could go and you can like, you can build lists and stuff and it's like, it works, but it's much more, it's much more work than it feels like it should be to just be like, I'm not trying to like, I don't need the, the like, I don't necessarily need the exact like latitude of these places, nor do I know it. Or I don't necessarily need like the star rating in Google. This feels like a nice mix of like quickly do stuff in ways that feel intuitive, but it's still like an actual, it's not just a picture of a map. Like it's still an actual map, which is pretty Yeah, cool. you, you can do some crazy stuff too. Like you can like upload data. Like you, 
there's certain files they accept and you can upload data and it'll just like populate a bunch of stuff yeah that's like what on this... the map which is nuts yeah like that that example right there so i guess i subscribe to like their like product newsletter or whatever their yeah. updates like it's just interesting to see like the stuff like they're, everything they're doing is like what pretty wild um so i just like <laughs> I'm sort of just like I don't care at all about their product in terms of like using. <laughs> Maybe it. we should have that. Yeah. But I, I maybe just we like, should have them on. I, I mean, these kind of things always interest me. Like if you yeah. find your, and like I said, the MetaMuse podcast is the they talk about this kind of stuff. Like it's stuff that I how would do never you like. Do th- how dive do you build in, this? Yeah, but it's just cool to like get exposed to different ways, and I, it's always really cool to run into a product that you don't use or have any need for that you're just like kind of obsessed with. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty powerful. So that's like yeah. A, so you can that, imagine like map people like they're just going nuts on this thing. Yeah, like talk about you know if we're we're talking about nerds like map map, map people nerd. cartography map, nerds. map nerds. Yeah, Let's what does go. that what does that t shirt look like? Like yeah. what's the what's the what is their what is felt going to do in terms of their t shirt? I'm I'm interested to see. I'll yeah. be here to watch. We can have them on map nerds. Day. Yeah. Um, let's <laughs> map see per, map perfectionist. Inside I thought I was I, I was that was a softball for you to like come up with some one of your like little a joke. Well, I, like I couldn't jokes. think of their uh, I couldn't think of their a play on names. words because their product names are like literally what they are or something. It's like pre-built I'm like, oh, that's the name of the product. All right, cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, don't throw uh, any shade at them. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not bad. It's just like there's no like pun there. It's just like, yeah, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah. In the spirit of developer stuff, um, I recently came across this. I kind of was like digging around something that uh, has come up a lot over the past years of being a developer and like growing teams is like, how do you measure success? I don't want to, that's like a whole, there's a whole podcast about, I'm sure there's like 35 million podcasts about that. But some, for us, for me personally, I've always found that I wasn't, I've never been a huge fan of like the estimation and all that stuff like how many points are we going to do and all that stuff what resonates more with me is like find something that fits well with you and your team and then find metrics that sort of measure what you're doing and look at them you're not using them as like targets necessarily like because i think what is the saying like when a measure becomes a target it ceases to be a good measure because you're just like optimizing for it um but anyway so i was looking around for i always am like have my eyes out for cool things that especially if they're somewhat automated, kind of like give you metrics around how your process is going on the development side. And so Swarmia is something. We've used Code, uh, Code Climate has one called Velocity that I've looked at. And this is similar, but um, it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool tool that just kind of like analyzes your pull requests and your issues and stuff and shows you like where you're spending your time, like what categories of work are you spending your time on? Um which is another thing I felt was always missing when it's like we estimated all the stuff, but it's like, well, are we building the right stuff? Like, what are we even doing? Right. It's like, yeah, we shipped all the points we said we'd ship, but like no one cared or, or whatever. So I, I kind of like the, the, like that's a separate task and we just have to like trust that we're doing that or, or get feedback on that in some other way that has nothing to do with engineering and let the engineering part is more of like a, we try, at least on our, for us, we try to keep like cycle time low, like keep pull requests smaller, try to keep like basically keep our shipping speed high our our tempo high um yeah they got some good they got some some good graphs yeah so and it's like these graphs are really (laughs) nice i don't even log into it like so i've been using it for i don't know a couple months and 
the cool thing too is like I don't use it a ton because they have like a Slack integration. So they'll just send yeah. you. You can set up like little um, thresholds to be like, if our cycle time goes beyond this for some reason, just like let us know. And so it's nice to see, like I'll randomly just get that and be like, oh shoot, I, I should go check it out. Um, and then we can like figure out. Usually it's like, oh yeah, this got to be a bigger project. But um, anyway, it's a, it's a cool thing. It's a cool That's thing. what I want. We were talking about this earlier today, but that's basically what I want for like support. But like sp- more specific, yeah, I, it's like it's support. So like all these support, I mean, we use Intercom. Intercom has a lot of like analytics and stuff, but we have, and I would assume a lot of people have like uh, things that are more specific to us and like our product. Um, kind of in the way that, um, ah, shoot, what was the product that Twilio bought? Uh, segment. It's like, it's almost like taking segment, but focusing on like support analytics off of that somehow. Like, I, I don't know. So you like standardized know. analytics across all support? Yeah. It's, well, it's just like, it's like we have very specific analytics to us. So like the out of the box analytics that intercom provides are like fine but that's not really like we have some stuff that intercom like wouldn't be able to see that would tell us a lot about you know the resolution times of different things and and that sort of thing but it's specific to us and like our product and like our situation so i, I don't know i don't even know what i'm saying yeah i mean this, some of like, that pro- m- might be we use sometimes i think we use like intercom and I mean it's probably we're not the only ones using it that way but I think we do use it we we tend to like lean on it for anything in that like customer comms category where I'm sure like if you're some massive company you're probably like pretty strict about it but yeah I yeah. think to your point I don't think I've seen this type of thing for like I think of the shift in not the shift but like the evolution of uh, engineering like process from waterfall to like agile and then it's all like sprints and burn down and all that crap and then this is more of like a kanban like throughput based type stuff i don't i guess there's some of that in the support metrics you see but yeah i've always liked this because i think there's like there's going to be a you you mentioned gong earlier until tldv it's like there's going to if if you have a big enough team you're probably going to have a coaching aspect or like a training oversight sort of like audit aspect that's that's qualitative mostly and so I think if you couple that with like this, I think that's all you need. I don't think you need to be like our mean time. I mean, you can keep an eye on like yeah. time to resolution if you want, just like to know it. But I'm like, sometimes you want to leave a conversation unresolved. Yeah. Like that's the right thing to do. And no, you just want to see that. It, like, it, again, like it's not about like everyone has to meet these metrics. It's sort of like, I want to make sure I have that if I need to see it. So like if something were to happen internally and it's like, why is this happening? And then you go dig through the data, you're looking for something out of the ordinary or whatever, but you have the data there. Like, I think it's more for that and just being able to see, and then also like just being able to see sort of like trends um, across like people or teams or whatever. Yeah. Like something I like that they do that I've seen is like throughput and stuff, but you can do it like per person on the team, just as a, like not yeah. literally at the individual level, but it's just like divided by number of people. Mm-hmm. So as you scale, you can make sure you're not like, whoa, we like, we added five people and we're actually like super slow now. Like we need to maybe like step back and see what's going on with our process. Yep. Um, anyway, so that's my, yeah, that's awesome. okay. So we are, we are at, we are a bit over my, my target time here. So it, Oh, you can do one more if you want. This will be my last one. What, what's, uh, what's, you, what, well, what, do you got? what do you got left yeah. on the list? I mean, the only other thing I have on the list is video ask, which I feel like is a little bit more well-known because it's basically just 
it's Typeform's other product. Um, we've been using it for Hire with Grit um, to basically automate like getting like a, a quick video interview. And, you know, there's other tools out there that do video interviews and stuff. But like we just wanted something really simple where we could send a link with a video of me asking a question, um, you know, after they fill some like, you know, apply on the site or something like that. They get a video from me um, asking them to tell me more about their self and like their experience and um, and that sort of thing. And I just think, you know, like it's basically just a form. But like it, I feel like in certain situations where you do want to get, a, you know, you want to get more context or you want to get uh, really just want to get video context without having to like actually get on a call with people. It just makes it really easy to get um, to both give like a video to somebody, but also get that, you know, what that answer or feedback or whatever it is uh, via video. Um, and you can create forms. I mean, you basically can do everything like pretty much everything you can do with Typeform, but like everything, instead of it being like text focused, it's just like, it's all video focused. Um, which, you know, I think feels a little bit more personal. Um, and if you have a situation where you want something to be a little bit more personal, I think it's like a, uh, it's a good, it's a good fit for those situations. Um, and obviously being Typeform, like they integrate with a ton of different things. Um, so yeah, it's pretty like, I don't know, I don't know if, uh, it's a good fit for every use case, but like for us, like with the hiring and wanting to get, you know, I want to essentially see people speak on camera about something without having to get on a call with every single person. In this case, like it's just, you know, makes that really easy. So that's something I've been using a little bit, um, for that business and, um, I can't remember if we used it for something. I, I think we maybe used it to gather like testimonials in the past or something Yeah, um, with we, user feed. I was going to say, I think what's cool, there's so many, I mean, even similar to Clap, which I mentioned earlier, there's so many things and Zip Message, which we've used before, which has like similar, has some overlap with Video Ask, but also has like other features. Um, there's so many cool things in Loom, of course, is like the big one. There's so many cool f products in the video space and it seems like they all have there's some some overlap, but there's also like some differentiation. And it just feels like we're still in the early days of like what the future of, especially for asynchronous teams. That's something I think a lot about is I've, I have like whole notes written about this where I have like all these ideas that probably don't make any sense or I'm the only one who would ever want them. But it feels like, especially if you're asynchronous, a lot of the tooling doesn't work great, it, specifically for internal collaboration. Um, yeah. But because like so many of the tools are like, let's get on a call and like whiteboard stuff together, which is, I mean, valuable to have, of course. But so much of our work is like it's not happening at the same exact moment. So um, but anyway, all that to say, I think these tools are cool because it's like especially for client facing or customer facing stuff, you can like have. Have correspondence with a human touch that's kind of opt in and async by default, which is pretty cool. Yep. I actually remember we started using this when they first were building it. And like we mm -hmm. talked about potentially like pulling, somehow integrating it into user feed back in the day. Yeah. Um, like as a, as like a feature you could embed, I don't know, some, I don't, we never built it. So I don't, we never got very far, but it was a cool idea. I mean, it's basically what, um, 
it's kind of the same use case as like intercom except for like doing it just focusing on doing it from like a video perspective instead of yeah. like a text perspective so i think that was like sort of the general idea but i you know I think I think I actually think that a lot of people are using it that way. Like I think a feedback is like one of their biggest use cases. I actually we might even be on their website to be honest. I think, oh, yeah, we were we were for a minute. Well, um, yeah, yeah. Josh, um, if Josh is listening to this, Josh is on there yeah, somewhere. Let's see, testimonials, it's feedback. New, yeah. It might be feedback. I think it's the feedback one. Come on. Oh, in the use case tab. Yeah. yeah. We're there. These are all We're opening a new tab, so it's taking me a little bit of doing. So that. we did use it for feedback purposes because we're on their website for it. Well, but I mean, uh, we we uh, we thought about building it into like into the actual product, yep. so our customers when, could use it when they were first. Yeah, that was cool. Like the, um, I mean, obviously, Typeform is a massive hmm, I don't business it. at this point. Damn. Maybe not. No, maybe case. it's under. Maybe it is under testimonials. This is just uh, this uh, in this episode. We'll just watch me Google stuff and see yeah. If I can figure it out. Um, the cool thing was, so the way they went about, it was interesting because they're obviously Typeform's a huge company and this was sort of like a side, like, like a new product for them. The way they seemed like they went about it was it was sort of like a special project for the founder. Um, he was like, so they created like a Slack group and I mean, this was like early, this is like right when they released like, like the ability to use it at all. Um, and it was all free and everything and it was in beta and, the founder was in there. Like I had multiple conversations with him. Like he was super active in there. Like he, it was like, you know, he's starting from like nothing, right? Like probably what he did when he started Typeform. Yeah. But it was like, just, it was like just him. Like there was no one else in there like talking about anything. It was like, he was in there. He was the only and, person. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, for all I know, he was like built, he was like the one person like building this thing and they have like, you know, hundreds of employees, um, at Typeform. It's interesting that they built it. I remember thinking this in the beginning, like it's interesting that they built it separate as a separate thing. Yeah, well, it I, might be different I get now. It. It's, I, don't, it's, I don't know. It's how. a very different, like it's a complete. But like you could have seen them trying to hack it into like, oh, and you have a new input. It's a video mm-hmm. input. Um, yeah. But I think it's better the way they did it. I think it makes more sense as like a standalone thing. But yeah, that's all the stuff that I have. I mean, I obviously use other things, but um, I think those are some of the ones that I would say are less common um, things that people use. So. Hopefully you took one or two of these things and you know, you can use those things. I don't know if you, do you have any more? Um, I was going to shut it down cause I feel like I was going to be, done. you gave yeah, like, I kind of, I kind of like, gave I gotta you. go. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I will say I, I, sh- I will mention one more just cause okay. I feel like it's related to what I was talking about, which is, um, it's called switchboard. It's actually, I found it on that infinite canvas dot tools website. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Um, Let's see here. Try to share my thing again. Um, so it's 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 very close to like the kind of thing I've thought about like uh, using. Like I've I've dreamt of u- having access to and using for our team. It's not quite, and and this goes back to like so many team, so many people I even just talk to in the world. It's like everyone's talking about remote and all this, and um, obviously we're a little bit different because we've been doing that before the pandemic. So for a lot of people, it's still very like they're trying to transition out of some other culture or something and figure that all out. So a lot of these tools feel like they're coming from that place, like try, which I think there's a lot of customers there. Like, Hey, you have a terrible process. Cause you just kind of like woke up and had to do this. So use our yeah. thing. 
So that's kind of what it feels like with this is that it's it's still built for synchronous um, collaboration, but it could be it it feels so close to what I would what I think would be so cool, which is you can kind of see in this um, little demo, but it's like are those it's browser a, tabs? It, yes. Yeah, so it's like a virtual. So it's a canvas, and then you join. These are like rooms on the side, and you join mm -hmm. a room, and then you can do video or audio, um, obviously, nice. and then you can add like things to the canvas and the things can just be web browsers which is pretty cool interesting you can have like notion docs or literally anything i mean it's a web browser and it, it from my understanding i've only barely tried it out but it, it will like try to remember stuff so like a room will be preserved in some way like the the ta at least the urls that you had open so when you come back to the room it should still be like the same stuff hmm. um which is really cool so like you talk about higher fidelity conversations like to me this type of thing if you could instead of having to be like we're all here together talking about docs it's like if you could have you could attach um, comments to these things like browser mm -hmm. windows as blocks or as standalone documents and if you could leave like video comments like or audio comments where i could just like come in and be like hey this is what i'm thinking blah 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 and then like yeah. you could just check it later like that kind of thing it feels like a cool blend of pull in all the stuff you already use and then also have like an asynchronous conversation like on top of it. So I don't know. It's still, it's still not quite there, but we'll see. Well, um, this is definitely yeah. a podcast where you probably should not listen to the podcast and like go watch YouTube. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> this is like our way of like making people go watch our YouTube <laughs> channel is to like everything we talked about is, uh, I'm showing those yeah, for anyone who's video. not watching. I am actually showing like their websites on, yeah, on the, everything thing, is except for like the first one. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Check it out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Like and subscribe, whatever people say on YouTube. Um, By the way, on their market, like, how do you go about getting Times, Times, Ma Time Magazine best inventions of 2022? Oh, yeah. Pretty Is cool. Is Time Magazine, like, still a thing? Yeah, I guess. And I actually <laughs> looked at this. Um, I sold them. I sold them rigor back in the day. Like, they were, like, a big deal. Now, it's, I, I would suggest, like, yeah, so what Landon is referencing, for those of you on the audio only, uh, Switchboard, the thing I just talked about, was named one of Time's best inventions of 2022, um, which I clicked on. If you go to their website, switchboard.app, they have a link to that article. And it's actually pretty, like, I, I went there when I saw that and I just looked at all the other stuff. There's some pretty cool stuff in here. Um, some of it I knew about, but a lot of it I did not. So check it out. I told, actually, we did, we did a podcast about, like, stuff we like or something, like, or maybe it was like we just, at the end of certain podcasts. We were kind of doing we it randomly, about. yeah. Yeah, one of the ones that I, uh, one of the things was like a physical thing. It was that, um, uh, this was like, I want to say Shoulder like ride two, thing? two years ago. Yeah, like two years ago, you could put, um, it was like a seat that would go, uh, this like harness that would go over you. And then it was like a seat, like off, instead of you putting the, your child like on your shoulders. I mean, they're you're basically doing chair. that. They're, yeah. yeah, they're sitting like sort of on a chair. And that was time. But it's not a hiking invention. It's not like a hiking pack or whatever. It's like yeah. something in between. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, I think it was times like number one invention of like 2018 or something. Um, I've used it <laughs> like twice, <laughs> twice. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it. I mean, it's, it's, used it, it, those like things twice. are hard cause you have to carry it around when you're not using it to like have it. Available, yeah. So it actually so. doesn't feel like for a while it's fine. And then you're, you're like, what are these? I don't even like, are these lats? What? I don't, I don't know what this is, but they start to hurt. Like, it starts to hurt and you're like, I can't do this anymore. It's been like, why is this already hurting after like 20 minutes? I could just put the kid on my, on my shoulders and it would be the same. 
level of like yeah like wasn't that the whole that I'm feeling point right of now this thing? yeah well all the only difference is like instead of having to hold your kids like legs you can just you be don't. down okay you yeah. don't but it's still like hurts but if it's hurting your shoulders like, and stuff it doesn't it doesn't matter yeah, right? yeah it's not i don't know so i've worn it i've worn it a couple times i went to the uh braves uh world series parade with it so like oh i was gonna in. say like you're the guy with the kid on the shoulders at the game that's not yeah. cool dude i was on like <laughs> i was game. on tv i was on a no not at the game you, though importantly not at the game but uh at the parade that lasted for literally one second while they drove they like flew by and <laughs> they were going like, like 70 miles an hour they were yeah luckily i did not bother to go to that i think that's in the archive somewhere i think we talked about that they should have um, interviewed me at they interviewed me like 11 you know it's like one of the local news channels um and uh i wish they would have done it like after i'd have been like dude what did anybody just what just happened like they've <laughs> like every time atlanta tries to do something that's you know I don't know, historic or whatever. They like totally botch it. Like we've got the, like we have the parade for the world series. And for some reason, the, all the cars like drove by at like 90 miles an hour and nobody like saw anybody. And they also almost arrested one of the Braves players. Like yeah, on accident. that part was really the police. rich. Yeah. That was awesome. And then, uh, and then of course we had the Marta, uh, incident where they tried to, well, it's this, they tried to, Oh, the, <laughs> The imploding Georgia Dome moment. Yep, there it is. They tried yeah, the, to. They were imploding our Georgia Dome, and right, like the cameras, the camera feeds on it, and right as a the bus just uh, stops right in front of it. And Mara we'll put the link in the show front. notes. A yeah. bus just like ruins this guy's camera angle, which is pretty funny. It's, it's it's amazing. It's very Atlanta, but it made it so much better. Like if if that had just been like an imploding building, we would have never watched that video again. But now it's exactly now you have well, a piece of art. Now like I have an art. Have. Yeah, I have art in my room that shows that event happening. Anyways, sweet. All I right. Think- well, this was the uh, shameless plugs episode. We'll like at mention all these people on all the socials to try to get some some love. Um, and this was like our, I guess like our, what we're thankful for. Maybe the Thanksgiving slash Christmas tools that are Thanks. cool for gifts yeah. or for we're thankful for some mix. We might get things. one more pod in before the end of the year, but um, yeah, it'll be close. Based on our, <laughs> based on our. Uh, I'm not gonna recent, make any promises now. But yeah, it's been a lot, like a lot to. of stuff going on yeah. that has made it harder. And, and we'll also talk more like our work stuff, maybe next time. All our kids have been sick like every week. So yes. That's not been good. Tis the season. But, yeah. Um tweet. All right. All right. Until next time. Cheers. See ya.